Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Virgo Sun and Virgo Rising. This horoscope is for you. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead look at Scorpio season. Scorpio season is the span of time that begins on October 23rd and ends on November 22nd. As I mentioned in the introduction, please listen to the Embodied Astrology extended episode for Scorpio season. In that episode, I go in-depth into Scorpio as an energy and quality that exists in all of our charts, where Scorpio resides in the body, the experiences that it produces, and I give a lot of suggestions for exploring Scorpio and for working with it. For you, Scorpio rules the part of your chart that's called the solar third house. This is the part of the chart that symbolizes in many ways your mind and how your mind has and continues to develop. Your mind began to develop, of course, before you were born. The neural pathways and connections that are formed in learning happen so quickly in the first seven years of life. So from conception through early childhood, you were learning rapidly about your sense of place in the world, about language, about expectations and bias and what's normal. You were learning how to communicate and how to share your experiences 
adults and you were being socialized, you were being taught manners and uh, assumptions of all kinds. Now, as you have continued to grow and develop, of course, you have continued to learn. You learned in school, you've learned from siblings if you have them, from friends, you've learned from your immediate environments, you've learned from communication. This is a huge place of learning uh, what you read, write, what people talk to you about. And you continue to learn um, through the lens of your mental filters. So now as an adult or as a person who is listening to this horoscope and able to take something from it, you are learning through uh, whatever kismet or process that happens between my voice and your internalized um meaning of whatever it is that I'm saying. So when I'm speaking, I have the idea of what it is that I'm saying. Sound waves are traveling into some recording equipment and then they are being released into your ears at some point in the future. And whatever you're kind of doing with these sound waves, however it is that you're interpreting them, this is a really big theme of this part in your chart. So you know this, we all hear things differently. We all experience things differently. The way that you hear these words and how you interpret them will be very different from the Virgo that's two streets down. Um, how you hear has a lot to do with your bias and with your expectation, with your prejudices, and we all have them. How you hear has a lot to do, of course, with your mood. How you hear has so much to do with how you talk to yourself and what kinds of experiences you're setting yourself up with by uh, your kind of very deep core beliefs. So the third house and its relationship to mind includes all of these things. It includes the foundations of your cognitive development as well as your ongoing learning and what you do with communication in its entirety. Scorpio as a sign of course is associated to deep emotional experiences and entanglements and attachments. So we know something about your experience of your mind when we know something about your psychology. And over the course of the next month, the sun moving through the sign Scorpio is bringing a lot of awareness and attention to these kinds of experiences, to these uh, arenas of your life and of your awareness. Now, along with the sun bringing its presence and its consciousness uh, to Scorpio and to your solar third house, there are a number of um, important events that are coming up in this next month. On October 27th, we'll have a new moon in Scorpio. Whenever we have a new moon, we have the two great luminaries, the sun and the moon, sharing space and coming together in the same sign. This is a time of increased intensity and subjective awareness. This is also a time of closure and one cycle beginning and another cycle uh, ending. The cycle that is beginning is the cycle that will extend from now until the new moon in Scorpio in 2020. The cycle that is ending is the one that began at last year's new moon in Scorpio. So think back uh, 12 months and consider what have you been learning about your mind, your mind-body connections, and your mind-psychology connections. 
And in the next 12 months, what is it that you want to cultivate? How do you want to work with your own mind, with your communications, with your interpretations? Um, the third house has a lot to do with our learning, again, with our cognitive development, how we hear, how we listen, how we interpret, and also how we speak. So call in your intentions for new beginnings in this part of your life. On October 31st, Mercury will turn retrograde at 27 degrees of Scorpio, and by November 20th, it will have retrograded back to 11 Scorpio, where it will turn direct. Mercury is a planet that is very closely associated to the third house in that Mercury as a planet describes our mental and cognitive processes and communications. So wherever Mercury is, it's bringing mental capacity and communication. Now when Mercury turns retrograde, we have a symbol of these qualities or these activities uh, going backward. And this is part of why Mercury retrograde is often associated with communication mishaps or forgetfulness or accidents. During Mercury's retrograde, it's not a great time to have a lot of forward-moving um, initiative or incentive. It's not a good time to start new projects or be very um, focused or attached to things moving forward. It's a really good time to be reflective. It's a great time to remember. It's a wonderful time to research. The retrograde highlights the RE prefix in general. So during Mercury's retrograde, this is an awesome time to reflect reflect on your mind. How is it that you are thinking? What kind of language do you use with yourself? What are some core beliefs that underlie your inner narrator? Um, and how do you communicate with others? How does your communication influence your experiences? As Mercury retrogrades, you may come to some important revelations about uh, these kinds of experiences and these kinds of activities. On November 1st, Venus will enter the sign Sagittarius where it will transit until November 26th. Venus brings a benefic, generous, beautiful quality to wherever it's transiting. For you, Sagittarius rules what's called the solar fourth house. This is a period of time when fourth house themes that include family, home, stability, a sense of belonging, are all receiving Venus's benefic influence. This is a great time to connect with your home and with your family. This is a wonderful time to increase a sense of belonging and stability internally and to connect with the idea of home and family in a larger, more spiritual sense. On November 11th, the Sun and Mercury will come together for what's called their inferior conjunction. This is an important point in the Mercury retrograde cycle when Mercury, again a symbol of the mind, meets with the Sun, a symbol of greater conscious awareness. This is a time when you might have an important kind of memory surface or there may be a realization that's significant in association to these larger themes of Mercury's retrograde. Keep a notebook around for all of Mercury's retrograde to just jot down any ideas that are coming to you, any significant um, uh, thoughts that you might have, again, about new beginnings that maybe aren't quite the right time to start, especially around the 11th, there may be some important realizations or experiences that you want to take note of.
The next day on November 12th, there's a full moon in the sign Taurus. Taurus is Scorpio's opposite sign, and therefore it holds the opposite place in your chart to the third house, and this is called the ninth house. The full moon is always illuminating an axis or polarity. So we have the axis of Taurus Scorpio and the axis of third ninth house illuminated for you. Taurus is a sign that is very earthy, that's embodied, and that can be really practical, really pragmatic. The ninth house is the place of higher learning, of education that you seek out, and the ways that you develop your mind by choice, how you seek to expand your mind either through um, some kind of spiritual growth or conscious learning or physical location when you travel or something like that, you can expand your experience. So this full moon is bringing a lot of emphasis into the relationship between uh, your mind as it has developed and your mind as it is developing through your choices to expand your perspective and perception. There's a lot of support for you right now to be opening your mind, to be learning new things, to be shifting behaviors again around communication. This full moon has a lot of very supportive aspects to it. It's a great time for you specifically to harness the creative energy of this full moon or to let creativity uh, be an entry point into more expanded consciousness. On November 18th, the planet Mars will move into Scorpio where it will transit until January 3rd. Mars is the planetary ruler of Scorpio and it functions really strongly in this sign. Mars and Scorpio brings intensity. It can bring a lot of energy. It can bring determination and willpower. It can also bring a sense of conflict or argumentativeness with it. As Mars transit your transits your third house, your mind is sharp. Your mind is very active and you might have a lot of energy for communications in general. This may be a, an increasingly social period for you as well. Now, because Mars is beginning its transit during Mercury's retrograde, there's additional emphasis here on noticing how your mind is functioning, what you do with sensation, particularly what you do with aggravation. If conflict arises during this period, notice how you respond to conflict. Mars in the third house, especially in Scorpio, can come out as a cutting kind of communication or as the type of communication that can sever or harm. You might be receiving these kinds of experiences, you might be also giving them. Mars's transit through your third house is offering you an opportunity again to notice how you work with communication, how you work with your mind, particularly the aspects of your mind and communications that are more assertive, initiatory, and potentially aggressive. On November 20th, Mercury will station direct. As I mentioned before, the days of and around Mercury station tend to be some of the weirder, wonkier days of Mercury's retrograde cycle. So from the 18th, when Mars enters Scorpio until the 22nd or so, please just give yourself a lot of extra time and space. Now, especially because Mercury retrograde is happening for you in the third house, this is a period of time in general when you want to be very mindful of your communications. If things 
go wrong or weird or if your computer or your phone breaks down, if people are late, if you're late, if plans fall through, try not to get too riled up. Oftentimes, Mercury's retrograde will um, kind of bring to surface some issues that have been problematic. And this isn't always true, but very often I find that when accidents or mishaps happen, they're often, they're often happening so that we can redo something, so that we have the chance to see what wasn't actually functioning so well to begin with. As Mercury turns direct, it will start to pick up speed and then it will uh, travel back over the portion of the sky that it returned to during its retrograde. This is the third time that Mercury will make its pass over this portion of the sky between 11 and 27 degrees of Scorpio. During this period of time, you are supported to now start to consider how you might want to implement any new ideas that you had or new beginnings that you want to initiate. Mercury will finish up this period, which is called the shadow phase, on December 7th, and at that point, you're good to go. You are definitely supported to make these new beginnings, to sign your contracts, and to be free of Mercury's backward influence. On November 22nd, the sun will enter the sign Sagittarius, and I'll be back with you then with your month ahead horoscopes for Sagittarius season. If you'd like to learn more about this month's upcoming astrology, please become a subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month, and in exchange for your subscription donations, you'll have access to my extended monthly horoscopes. And these include an audio recording as well as a downloadable PDF calendar. You can work with these tools for added integration and ongoing learning about astrology and embodied astrology in your life. In these month aheads, I look at all of the major planetary transits and lunar cycles, not just the ones I mentioned in this horoscope. I hope you have enjoyed this horoscope and that it's useful for you in this upcoming month. I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Bye for now.